Hello, and welcome to the Student Ministry Conversations podcast. This podcast is all about equipping, encouraging, and inspiring youth pastors weekly with topics that are brought to the table by youth pastors from all over the world. And now, here's your host for this week, Melissa Stevenson. Hey, welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time listening to us, we want to welcome you and invite you over to our website, www.studentministryconversations.org, where you will find all of our previous episodes, show notes, and blog articles. Our goal is that you are inspired, encouraged, and things that you hear on this podcast can equip you to be the better student pastor for the church that you are serving in. Um, Hi, y'all. I'm Melissa. First time, if you'll notice in my background, um, yeah, I'm at Brent's because I need adult supervision. Um, But today we're sitting down with Kathy Robertson, and she's with Pregnancy Resources of Abilene. So, Kathy, tell me how you got to be where you are. What did you do before this that led to to um, working at Pregnancy Resources? Um, and tell us, tell us about you. Okay. So I'm a retired educator. I taught first grade 25 years, and I did that with a relationship with the Lord, looked at it as ministry, and was blessed to love families and children um, for that long. And then we moved to Texas. So in the move, I just had been, in 2015, been praying about, working with women and doing something in ministry. And I got here and I thought, uh-oh, I don't, I'm not a pastor and I'm not a um, social worker. I'm not sure. And God just um, led me to the pregnancy center, Pregnancy Resources of Abilene. And I actually did pregnancy tests for five years and just got to love on women and answered the phone and got to pray here and there. But my heart was to just do what I'm got doing now, which has been for a year and about three months, And I'm the spiritual coordinator. So what that um, entails, Melissa, at this center is about half of my time is to get to know churches and just to let them know what we do, what our services are, um, to speak the language that we speak um, and help them with that. And just to get to know people and so that they can send people um, that they love to a place that they trust. And so that's part of my job. And then my favorite part is to just work with women like I have all day today, um, mentoring. I have three people that I got to work through, just just loving on them and reminding them how much God loves them. And um, just praying for new clients that come in and then, you know, doing the church stuff in between. It's been a busy day today doing that. And I love it. I I feel like God is um, all over um, in our agency, he is um, who we're working for and doing this for because these are his beloved. And so it's a joy and a real privilege to be the spiritual coordinator. And I've done that, like I think I told you that, a year and three months. Awesome, awesome. Well, I remember when you started. Yeah. Okay, well, tell us a little bit of difference. Like, what does Pregnancy Resources of Abilene, um, what, what do they do? What are they, what are they about? Um and then in comparison to some other kind of clinics like a Planned Parenthood, yeah. what's the difference? That's a super good question because a lot of people ask us that. Um, so we are different. Um, one, one thing first off that makes us different is we don't take any money for profit. So none of our services, um, everything's free. And so we are unbiased um, in the sense that we are just here to give information. Um, we are here to give good counsel. And so um, we do have an opportunity that's the spiritual person. If people choose that, and it is a choice, if they choose that, then we um, do pray with them, encourage them, remind them how valuable they are to the Lord. 
Um, we don't do any birth control. All, we do different services. And so um, we are faith-based. So that might separate us too from other clinics. And so just so we're really clear, um, y'all are for life. So you don't do yeah, any kind of abortion. Exactly. Right? So we are, we are um, of course, for babies. We, I think most most of us probably listening would agree on that, uh, hopefully. And But we're also for women. And so when we say that, um, when we're um, not referring for abortions, we're not only looking at a life, but we're looking at a woman's um, future, her spiritual condition um, that, and we can go into that a little bit later, but there we talk about options and the serious consequences that can be present after someone chooses uh, to have an abortion. And so we um, are, we're here to give information that's accurate and, and we don't refer in any way or provide for abortions. So yes, for that. Okay. <laughs> so, because so, we've, we've done this, you and I together, I have a student, and this is where we're going with this. I have a student that has shown up to youth, yeah. and she says, I think I might be pregnant. Yeah. And so... Um, I want to talk to you about the practicalities of what are those next steps, but I already know that I'm going to celebrate that baby, but maybe not the choices that have led to that. Sure. And that's how, sure. how I'm going to go about it with the, as far as the youth perspective. Right. Um, so if I was going to, to take a, a youth mm -hmm. to a pregnancy resources center, what could she expect to happen when she got there? Every center might have different protocol as far as do they... Uh, want you to make an appointment, you know, as far as running the center, there might be some things that differ. As far as our center goes here, we don't have um, any, there's not a pregnancy test appointment needed. So that means walk-ins. So um, we can have women walk in for a pregnancy test when we're open and we will do the pregnancy test that day and give them the results that day. It's a urine test. And now, like I said, some pregnancy test centers, my sister works for one in Georgia and they make appointments because they're a smaller outfit, but we are a larger center. So we are available at all times when we are open four days a week for pregnancy testing. So um, the woman can come in if it's a minor, younger child, um, younger person, I should say, say maybe around the ages you, you guys, a lot of you work with between, you know, maybe four. 17 years old, then um, they can actually come in without their parents. Um, and um, that's a hard one for some. It, it's, it was, it's hard to process um, because we're in no means, we're here for parents. We're going to walk with them too through that. We've done that with many parents um, who are also facing change and being overwhelmed. And so we're here. It's not anything against parents. What happens is um, often the biggest reason that people, the kid, kids don't want to come is they're afraid of what their parents are going to say. And so we want them to come in here first because we're going to give them sound information um, and process that and encourage them to talk to their parents. It's going to be right up their priority. We want their parents to be, but often that's not what comes first to someone who has a surprise pregnancy. Um, so we want to get them in here. We want them to feel safe that they know that this is a place that they can trust. 
and then that's going to come. We're going to try encourage them to, if it's not a parent or parents, it's going to be an adult, a youth. The other day I prayed with someone. I said, is there anyone at your church? This wasn't a young person, but it was someone that needed counsel. And I said, is there anyone at your church that you trust that will handle you gently, that can talk with you about this? The problem sometimes with churches, it's not a problem, it's just a challenge, is that this is our lane. So we have the language. We were trained for this. Whereas in your in your area of expertise, you're trained to do things we're not doing. So we encourage churches to see us as a place of safety uh, where they can either bring or send, depending on what their church does. Maybe the church doesn't allow them to a youth director for a youth person to bring or a pastor. But, you know, that would have to be checked out with the church. But as far as once they get here, um, you know, a friend could bring them in if necessary. Um, we want them to feel safe and not have their parents um, be a reason why they don't come. But then once they're here, we're going to talk with them and encourage them, help them. We're going to help them through that process. So you're not required to tell their parents what we encourage it. And I know when we've, we've done this, you and I, mm -hmm. that um, she wanted to know if she was pregnant before she told her mom, just so she wouldn't, it was almost like she was trying to avoid not getting in trouble if it wasn't yeah. a thing. And the like she wanted to know first. Yeah, the confirmation is what we do. Um, mm -hmm. After someone takes like a home pregnancy mm -hmm. test, then they can come here and that get that confirmed. And it's that next step of, okay, this is really happening. I have had two positive tests or three positive tests, whatever it is. And, and then we can start that process of, I mean, I did pregnancy tests for five years and um, I'll say the number one answer, I'd say, well, what are you feeling after we've gone through all of this process? And the number one answer is scared. And so the number two answer is I'm afraid to tell my parents. So that's a real factor that we have to enter into this whole process, because if they're going to go straight to emotion and if it's let's just say it's a girl, I'm not saying all young ladies would be considering an abortion. But in this case, say they were they're scared, they're young, um, don't know what to do. Uh, maybe they're with a part their whole life is, their whole life is upside down. Yeah. So. Um, you know, they may be, if they don't come to a place like this where someone can process without judgment and we can listen intently and with, with a sincere hearts towards them, you know, unconditional love, then they may go to quick decisions um, out of emotion. And so we do want them, and especially abortion, anyone, we're not just about abortion, but um, we're not just about helping people um, process that. We are about a lot of things. Our tagline is inspiring hope and empowering lives. I don't know if you can see that, but I love that. Well, let's see. Yeah, we totally. Yeah. Can you see it? It's on my laptop. Oh, perfect. So, you know, with that, with that being our umbrella, that covers a lot of things, um, not just pregnancy or abortion. We'll talk about education. We'll talk about healthy or toxic relationships. Um, we have a lot of things to offer. Um, did that answer your question of that next step would be just, yes, you know, like, yeah. And then we don't, yeah. Well, in, in on the spot, <laughs> sorry, I was say, cause y'all are about the, the woman too, right? Like, so you're talking about education and, and we were going to talk about the, the other services that y'all offer here in a second. Yeah. Um, 
But so as, as far as like, we, we don't tell the parents now, well, I'll just go for our youth people out here. Um, your church may have a different policy on whether you can take someone under the age of 18 to a pregnancy center for testing. Um, so that will be something you need to talk with your pastor about. We didn't have a policy until this came up and now we have a policy. Um, and so be looking into those things and have conversations with your people before you get to that situation so you know what you can do and what you can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What was my next question there? Uh, okay. Do, do, do. Oh, look. So we t- you talked about it for a second. What kind of cost or payment do they have to have insurance? I know that's usually a big um, stepping stone for girls, especially if they don't want their parents to find out immediately. If I use my insurance, dad's going to get a notification. So do you require any of those? We hear that. No, we don't require anything. Everything, literally everything is free. And so there's no reason to talk about that. The only thing we talk about as far as insurance is if someone needs help filing pregnancy Medicaid, then that's the only insurance we talk. And that's later on down. That's once a pregnancy has been confirmed. And so that's a different conversation. But that is a service we offer. But no, we we hear that. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to do a test in the mail or I don't want to do anything else because my family's going to get no, you know, just like that's how it works. You get that in the mail. And so we mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with us. We, we don't even require ID here. Well, and I didn't send you this question because I just thought about it, but we live in Texas. Um, do you require identification? Like, do they have to be citizens? What if they're undocumented? None of that? None of that. So um, we will, and as far as the Medicaid, it's called CHIP. So if someone needs help filing for CHIP and because they're not a U.S. citizen, which is what they would be eligible for possibly, then we would help them with that process. It does not matter if someone is a U.S. citizen or not. We're here exactly for the same. We're, we work even with interpreters. We try to do everything we can to be the same for everybody, regardless of background or how long they've been here in the country, in the state, or, you know, all of that. The city, we're just awesome. open to everybody. Good, good, good. I love that. Okay, so we had talked about what kind of other services. I know y'all do classes, but you also offer services for men too, right? Right. Uh, right now, Melissa, they're a little limited in our situation. We had a couple men and they were doing a, um, it was called uh, Dad's Doing Things. And they met on Tuesday night at, at a, a local place to do stuff. And just for support, we do, we do not at this time have any men that are able to carry that out. Um, but we have mm-hmm. our whole scope of delivery includes men. So we want them here. We acknowledge them. We give moms little, they're called uh, mom bags and we give dad bags. Mm-hmm. And so that's just to say, Hey, we're so glad you're here. We want you to come back. Um, all the classes uh, that we offer the parenting classes are that aren't spiritual are, um, through our resource navigator, Belen, and there's all kinds of stuff. And men are always invited. In fact, the man, the the potential father and the mom, or not potential, I don't know why I said that. The the father of the baby and the mom, I don't know why I said it. he's already he's already a dad if he's there. Um, to some of the parenting classes. Um, or no, he could be a potential father. Okay, let me re-say that. Any man that comes with a woman um, and they're coming together, they get double points. So 
the points go towards baby items that, that they can get. Today, F, the um, FedEx just delivered this beautiful stroller. Someone came and picked it up. Yeah. So they earned that with their, their points, of, with class mm-hmm. points. And so um, daddies are very much, we have curriculum for dads. If they want to just do, we have classes for dads. Um, and you can access our calendar on the website. But uh, like the February calendar there, I'm not sure if they have a February dad's class because I haven't looked at it, but January had one. And so we are very much Mm -hmm. wanting dad to be involved in the process. And we, we encourage that we're verbally intentional about that. Like we are so glad you're here. We want them to feel comfortable, invited and a part of the process if they want to be. I love that because you're building those families at that point, right? Yep. That's exactly Mm -hmm. what we're after. Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, Do you think, in your opinion, that a a resource center like this would make an impact on a community? Um, What have you seen as the impact on Abilene um, of having this versus not having one? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Do we have three hours? (laughs) I definitely, um, and, and I like my, the way I came into this because I wasn't from Texas, wasn't from Abilene. I was not in the pregnancy center world. So I was basically unbiased. I mean, I came into this mm-hmm. not knowing a thing, not, not a thing. I mean, there wasn't a pregnancy center where I lived. And so I was like, okay, here we go. And I have definitely become so passionate about this, um, just like I am and was, was and am, I guess, teaching. Um, this is a ministry this is God's work. This has nothing to do with us. This has everything to do with him and loving people, helping people, equipping people, listening to people, forgiving people, encouraging people, accepting people. Um, it, we hear our biggest uh, fan base is people have been here. They tell their friends, go there. They're nice there. They'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we hear testimony just of, and it again, it, it, I, I'm not tooting our horn. I'm not tooting my horn. I'm tooting the Lord's. I'm giving him the glory for him using a place like this for it to be um, light and in so many different ways. You know, even if it's a negative test, I ran into that today. It was a negative test. We talked and prayed for 30 minutes and he sends you know, it's not just about pregnancy. Um, it's about um, just loving people, being the hands, his hands and feet. And so, yeah, I do mm-hmm. believe we, if, you know, there's different ways to process this. I guess as an educator, I can give you some numbers just because that's my life and you have to kind of prove things. Um, and we had, if, you, if you're looking just at abortion, we had 113 women last year in 2023 who were either, were they're seeking an abortion or they're either minded, abortion minded, meaning that's what I'm doing. No change in my mind or vulnerable. Someone, baby boyfriend saying, get an abortion, mom saying, get an abortion, or they're scared to death. I just, I can't do this. I'm going to get an abortion. So we had 113. They just want it done. They want it done. Now that varies with every situation, you know, as to how, yeah, every every situation is different. But out of all of the situations, there were 113 
that wanted said, I think I'm thinking of an abortion or I'm getting an abortion. And 76 changed their mind. So with those 113 women, uh, without a doubt, if this were not present in Abilene, Texas, um, I'm not sure, you know, I guess they could seek out, go to a local pregnancy center. There's, you know, there are definitely other centers um, with it being in our community and us being the big country and there being lots of little cities, you know, Sweetwater comes here, even though there's a place in Sweetwater. Uh, we had a couple lately. And so not abortion, just just people that need our services. And so mm-hmm. I would say emphatically, yes, we we're doing God's work and um, we're blessed to have support and we keep expanding services. Um, we're not cutting services, we're adding services. And so mm-hmm. I, I'm biased now, you know, yeah, <laughs> I think so. That makes sense. That makes sense. So 76 babies were born that could have not been born. That's four kindergarten classes. That's like a lot it's of kids. Like that's that's awesome. Good job. It's significant. Okay. <laughs> Where did my last question go? I had it right there. Okay. If a church has a lovely center like that y'all are in their community and somewhere else in the nation, how can they go about supporting that yeah. center? So that church would be answered depending on the person in the church asking. If it's the pastor um, at this center, I I would say, are you guys willing to take a day of prayer and pray for us every week, every month? So once a month, if it's like February 5th, then it'd be March 5th all mm-hmm. through December. So the goal is, is to fill that calendar with intercessory prayer. It's not a huge, I mean, it's a huge uh, benefit that we get, but it's not a huge commitment for churches because there's a bullet list. Mm-hmm. It could take five to 10 minutes. And so we just, it's not like, hey, Melissa, would you pray for so, 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 so. It's not like that because there's confidentiality mm-hmm. HIPAA issues. But it's in general, the things that uh, we know we need the covering over being on the front line. So it's praying for our leaders in the praying for our board, praying for us that we're, we're in the, the hot seat with people, just loving them and encouraging them, listening to the Holy Spirit so that we can we can do, use those right words and, and be genuine. You know, we know when we're not genuine. Mm-hmm. We, can tell. we want to be genuine. We want this to be real stuff that they receive from us, that that they leave feeling, wow, I felt I felt really good there. I felt loved. I felt heard. I felt encouraged. And so a, a, a church, you know, would, that would be a, usually a pastor decision that decides, yeah, I think I want to take that mm-hmm. out of the church. So that's, that's one thing. Um, of course we need financial support. Um, your church, who does it? Yeah. Your church does baby bottles and, um, mm-hmm. those baby bottles, you know, I don't remember the time frame. I think it's around mother's day. And so, that I think so. blesses yeah. us, you know, or, and, and so that's a contribution. We have some churches that give every month. We have some churches that give quarterly. We, um, that's all mm-hmm. we need. We're not embarrassed to say that we don't, God just takes care of us. So we, yeah, it's a financial need. Um, the other thing, when you're talking maybe to, um, we give away, so someone comes for a pregnancy test. I love this mm-hmm. this week. Um, we give away um, vitamins, like the first month of prenatal vitamins. And we also give away a sweet teddy bear. 
And um, if the situation is like they want a teddy bear, you know, so it's if they're really upset and this isn't a good thing, then we're not going to, you know, shove a bear in their face. But we're, we want to celebrate life. We we want to show a baby is a blessing and no matter what the circumstances are. And if they have a positive test, it's too late to go backwards anyway um, in condemnation or like I love what you said. We may not agree with how we got there, but, right. you know, it, we're there. We're there. Now we can talk about how not to get there again. That conversation yes. comes up a lot, or if it's a negative test and they're relieved, okay, let's talk about God if they ask for prayer. If they don't, we can even talk about worth. We can talk about all those things. Just because we don't talk about the Lord in the pregnancy room doesn't mean he's not up front, like in the speech. Like we just aren't talking about that. I don't remember. I wanted to look it up, but there's one of the. I don't know who it is. I can't remember. I should because I really like it. But it says, you know, go forth and I'm paraphrasing. Talk about, you know, witness to people, minister to people. And if you have to, mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Listen, if you have to yeah. um, so I say the Lord's name, <laughs> you know, how beautiful. Mm -hmm. So in the pregnancy test, we're doing that. We are loving people, hardcore love in there, like encouragement so that we can if there's a negative test and they we can say hey it's a time to start over it's a time today's a new day now when i'm if they've wanted prayer you know my talk is going to sound different his mercies are new every morning we are always instruments of change he is always molding us what would you get yes. to change you are a valuable woman of god God wants you to walk with him. He wants a relationship with you. So it can look different. It's the same love, but it just sounds different depending on where they are mm -hmm. in the building. So I'm just spiritual. So everything that's going to come mm -hmm. by the time they, sense, meet me, they said yes to spiritual. If they say no, I'm not going to meet them. I'm not going to, but they're, they're going to talk to the other ladies who are going to love them in a different way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we know that totally makes sense. So, so it shows us that um, even if they are not, if it's a, a youth that just came yesterday and now we need to direct them to a pregnancy center, that it's not, they don't have to leave if they don't believe in God in that moment. Like, no, we that's want, not the first thing. Hey, what about Jesus? Wrong. Now we can do a pregnancy no. test. We, you know, love, I just think there's a reason why um, love is mentioned so often in the Bible and being so important. Um, I think there's great power in that. It doesn't mean we aren't truthful. It doesn't mean that we mm -hmm. um, bend. It doesn't mean that. But, you know, I, I look at my own life and the things that I'm working on that are harder in my life as far as being obedient. And, you know, condemnation doesn't draw me to him. It's his loving heart that says, Kathy, let's do, let's work on this together. And I'm like, yeah, let's work on this. And I may fail again, but I'm willing. But when we, you know, we, it, it's, it's, I will tell you, it's a, it's a, it's a tight walk. And some people have a hard time with that. We're not the politics. Mm -hmm. We are the mercy piece in Abilene. And so I'm not saying no one else is. I'm just saying that's our premise. That's where we we deliver our services from a place of mercy, love, and acceptance and encouragement. And so we want to empower people. And we don't um, see how the judgment up front doesn't mean we have to agree. 
but judgment Mm -hmm. doesn't, I just think of being married. And when my husband is judgmental, you know, married 42 years, we've had some stuff like that, or he's harsh or, you know, or I'm harsh with him. Let's put it the other way. I bet he'd like that better. If I'm harsh with him, you know, he doesn't just say, okay, I'll do whatever you want, you know, but when I'm gentle and kind and trying to approach a hard subject that maybe we don't agree on, he's a lot more ready to listen. And so if it worked the other way, and there are some pregnancy centers that do it that way, you know, it's all condemnation and, you know, this is life and you're going to go to hell. And, oh, you know, I, I mean, it's just not our hearts. That's mm-hmm. not how we operate. And so um, our approach gets a lot of results. I mean, we have people coming back with yeah. people changing their yeah. minds about life. We have people that trust us and trust how they're going to be treated. So, mm-hmm. so, okay. Yeah. Cause you're right. There is, there is no going back in that situation. It's so done. condemnation is really shame. doing no good. Yeah, right? it, it might even lead them to a decision of shame, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. And so we, we want to listen. They're scared. They're overwhelmed. You know, we, you and I might think with a young person, like, well, what were they think? What were they thinking? Well, they weren't, they weren't thinking. <laughs> and so, you know, we've been young. We've maybe not had been, I haven't been in the same situation, but I've made some decisions out of lack of maturity, you know, when I was that mm-hmm. age and, um, they are there. The church is a hospital for, or should be a hospital for brokenness and we're need, we're mm-hmm. broken too. And so when we look at people that way, that, um, we haven't arrived. I'm older, so I'm maybe further in my journey. But when I look back when I was in my teens, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't make all the smart decisions. I wish I had, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't. And so yeah. we want to help people where they're at, not go backwards. And, you know, now in that, we're going to lead them to, to truth. So what does the truth say? God, I always say that the Bible isn't, it's, it's an instruction book because it's to protect us. <laughs> it's because he loves us. And so yeah. we... We have a, we talk about that, but to answer questions for youth groups, I kind of have an idea um, that might look a little different, you know, um, youth groups definitely could pray. I think the older, Um, I, I think as far as what can youth groups do, how I would answer that question to you would be, you know, if you do any kind of service projects, like if part of your goals for your, um, program, if you will, I don't like that word program, mm-hmm. but your whatever. Yeah. Program. If part of your goals mm-hmm. are to, um, ever teach that blessed, it, we're blessed when we give, not only just when we receive, we were blessed when we give. And so if they do any projects mm-hmm. and that, I know that varies right. on the size of, you know, your group's a smaller group and some are bigger. And so that changes things, but, um, we've had groups, um, do blankets or um, do us a little shower because we give a gift away if someone did a pregnancy test here and they come back with a little baby slip we give them blankets and bottles and um, just anything we get it's a blessing to people yeah so those are things like we could have a a youth group do a diaper drive or and this is aside from the church or a we are so in need of children's Bibles and a case is seriously about $200. They're hardback. 
their ch- children's mm-hmm. stories. Um, that's a way that, you, you know, I think also that could be linked to them that being closer in age and maybe understanding, hey, you know, we're here because we're trying to better ourselves. And what can we do to help in the ministry to spread God's word, you know, case of Bibles mm-hmm. and so and discipleship, right? Yeah, there. Discipleship. And so, um, and you know, I, I have a dream and it, it's, it's starting to come to fruitation. It's just, there's a lot cause I do two, two things, but you know, to, to teach youth about just their bodies and their, you know, making those decisions early of what God says mm-hmm. and even talking about, sex i mean in church because it's but you know that's not how god wanted us to look at that when you're married but we're it's hard for us to talk sometimes it's hard for parents to talk to their kids not all parents but, mm-hmm. you know for me and my yes. mama is hard in that generation and so um i think because of that it's just like don't do that don't do that's a bad thing which of course before you're married but then that's where it stops. And so there's this fear and there's this shame. And instead of just teaching, you know, youth that God has a plan for your life and it's good. And there's mm-hmm. right time for things. And there, he, he planned this on this way on purpose. He knew what he was doing when he, you know, called us to be married before we were sexually active. And, you know, just talking about hard things that maybe they don't hear and we assume they know. You know, so uh-huh. yeah. centers might be, um, you know, be able to assist with some of those things. Um, and it's 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 hard. It's going to be a hard thing if we get to that point. But I feel passionate about that because there's decisions mm-hmm. they have to make before you get into that situation. I'm not going to be alone with the opposite sex. They're pretty hard, but there's some things I'm going to do group dating. I'm when I see that it's mm-hmm. not going in a good direction. I'm gonna. I've already made that decision for myself that that's not mm-hmm. want because it's not always just a woman or a girl taking advantage of a boy or a boy taking advantage of a girl. It's just them in a bad situation that went way too far, and they didn't have boundaries set before they were dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's things pregnancy centers might be doing, but I'm I'm wondering. Okay. So back to how you can help. Um, Bibles, diapers, wipes. Mm-hmm. We do that every Thursday. We give away diapers, wipes, and formula, and our clients can get it free once every week. So, once every four weeks. So we just had two churches that just did this huge diaper drive. Um, with the economy the way it is, it's really it, we've never that I've been here. I can't remember us like needing. I had to call a church and say, "Will you do this for us?" Because we didn't have enough. Mm-hmm. And out, lo and behold, the sky comes out of the clear blue. It's the Lord, and He didn't know, and He brought a bunch. And so, you know, God does take care of us. But all those things are things that we can say to people, and I say it all the time, all the time. I said, you know, this stuff that you have that you're sitting here next to people that you might be standing in line with them in H-E-B and you never know the sacrifice they made so that you could be loved. This is not about us at PRA. This is about all those volunteers and supporters that help us enable us to do this. Cause if we didn't have that the community, it's a community, right? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So there's always needs like that. Um, we do, uh, you know, the outfits and the, bottles and the blankets um the bibles 
I have a lot of adult Bibles right now. I found a church um, in Dallas that gave us 200, but there, there's um, always a need for the children's Bibles. Or I did, um, I went to speak, speak to American Heritage girls. They were sweet. Mm-hmm. And um, so they have a big range of ages. And so they had the older kids making these blankets. You don't have to. You don't have to uh, tie. I mean, you just tie them, you know, sew them. And then they had, uh-huh. gray, they had each kind of group, age group, do something for us as a, as a donation. That was really sweet. And, it, and then I got to speak there. And I'm always open to go mm-hmm. share with groups about, you know, and if they don't want to talk about the sex stuff, well, I, I get that. That's, that's coming up. We're not. Mm-hmm. But just <laughs> to them about, you know, it's important to give. Like you're giving change mm-hmm. it, it takes us in the room with women it is part of that number of 114 mm-hmm. because what if we didn't have that support we didn't do that stuff so it the, the donation right, and right. giving behind it is well and it's the, the the least of these right, right. Mm-hmm. yeah well yeah. yes for the most part but we don't want to be known as that this is a place for everybody like it it, it it, it, yes, we we it seems yes. Most of ours are fifty percent of our women are single, um, but it, it, we want anyone to come. Like mm-hmm. this is just a beacon of hope of play. It, it doesn't have to be. We want to be known as a place of love and information, and because God wants to bless that, and we all have stuff, right? We all need encouragement. So right. That might yeah. We we just want it to be what? welcome. What's the uh, the my favorite billboard right now that y'all have up? Well, it says impa- inspiring hope, inspiring lies. This one? No, no, it's the other one that says no politics. Just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that one too. Yeah, they change them so like often, that. so I'm not in that area of the agency, so mm-hmm. I don't always hear. But we um, we have infertil we have a class called Hope in the Waiting for for families who are have not been able to conceive. That's a loss. That's a so we are also this important a grief, not a grief. Okay, reproductive loss certified center, and so that includes abortion, miscarriage, stillbirth, infertility. I mean, you name it all of it. And so, uh, we also have Anthony's blessing. So if someone is, um, given a terminal diagnosis, then they can get unlimited ultrasounds, counseling, whatever we can do to help them through that process, um, before their baby, ex- you know, passes away after it's born. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any? Well, and that's good to know yeah. for, for youth people as well, because if they've got someone in their church, in their community, that's going through that, yeah. it's good to know that those Services exist. Yeah. In the this place. little girl asked me, it was so sweet at that, um, what do I call it? American Heritage. So I went over to her table. I was walking mm-hmm. through the tables and I wish that girl was 11 or 12. And she said, I have a question. I said, yeah, what's your question, sweetie? And she said, well, my friend's mom had a miscarriage and she's really sad. Could she, could she come talk to you guys? And that's sweet. I said, Absolutely. Absolutely. So our we have two LPCs. One is doing her internship and the other mm-hmm. is, um, Jordan is on staff. So licensed professional counselors. And so that's free. I mean, counseling free. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a yeah. thing. Yeah. 
it's, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah, the big spiritual deal. part of what I have to offer is just um, after I pray with someone, I say, hey, let's get to know each other. Like, let's I want to get to know you. And, and um, so they'll come back um, and I give them a pink folder full of spiritual resources. It's just if I never see them again and they stick that in a closet and they when they experience a crisis, because we all do at some time in our lives, um, then if they have that folder and it shows them some scripture, leads them to the word that might bring them some, some safety or, you know, condolences or peace, um, that's the next step. And then when they, it's called next steps. And then after that, I can offer classes that are spiritual in nature and they're, um, they're great. I have things on trauma, I have things on um, codependency. I mean, they're real life issues, parenting mm-hmm. uh, without shame, uh, really good stuff. Um, and if they come, they can earn towards, a, a, they can earn money towards a gift card. So the gift card mm-hmm. Walmart for groceries, we ask, or for um, food. Um, and we're not paying people to come. I explained to them, we're, we're rewarding right, right. them because they're busy. And, you know, when we, then I have to remind, my, my, remind myself about this all the time. And I'm going to remind you, Mom, Mama, Melissa, who's a student and a minister, <laughs> lots of stuff on your plates. But if we don't put on our own air mask first, we have absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so we reward them for taking care of themselves spiritually. And so we don't push that. They said they wanted to do it. So Mm -hmm. they do it. We say, hey, let us help you. Let us help you with your groceries or your gas. It's hard out there. Mm -hmm. And it is. It is. And so um, that's a just an incentive for them to see that they matter. You know, they they don't have anything to give to their kids spiritually until they take care of themselves spiritually. You know, we have to give what we have, what we understand ourselves. And so mm-hmm. right. ministry with our kids and with people comes from that overflow of just understanding who we are. So that's what the ministry part is. It's just, it can look different ways. It's mentoring or it's classes or I've done little Bible studies. It's just whatever they want. And that's the question I ask. How can I help you in your walk with them? Uh-huh. doesn't mean they don't have one. Sometimes it does mean that, but it might be to strengthen mm-hmm. it. It might be to today. I got, well, I can't say, but anyway, it was someone that very much knew the Lord <laughs> and I got to say, Hey, let's, let's get to know each other. And she made an appointment. So yeah, mm-hmm. lots. Good, good, good. I don't even think we've hit. All- well, Kathy. Are you there? There we go. There we go. Thank you. You sped up for me. I was going to say, well, you've given us so much information, but it's also shown us that if a youth comes to me tomorrow and says, hey, I think this is what's happening, it's not an immediately, okay, first of all, out you go. You can't be in church, but it's also, it's not scary. Like there's options, there's information, there's something that we can do. Um, that it's, as long as it's almost like if we know beforehand how to do these things, like for example, CPR, someone drops in the street and I don't know CPR, I'm going to be real scared in that situation. I know CPR, I've taken a class beforehand. 
I'm going to know what to do. Yeah. So that's where I was going with this. If, yeah. if we know what we can do, then it's not as scary. And, and that's what my options. job is with the churches is just to educate them on yeah. what we do. So they, when they have that opportunity or need for us, they know what to expect from us because we're very choosy yeah. too of who we refer people to. We want them to be loved on. There's some scary situations out there with churches. I'm not being ugly, mm -hmm. but just of, of, you know, I had to go to the front of the church and ask for repentance and, you know, that's not where we want our people to end up. I don't mean that ugly. Um, it's just that they, we are people, we are humans. We are loved by a God that forgives and encourages and he's going to work through stuff with us. I've been disciplined for sure, <laughs> but uh, just, yeah, we, we want, so we want you, I guess what I'm trying to say in a nutshell is to know who we are mm -hmm. so that you, mm -hmm. you can trust that what, that if you're sending someone to us or bringing whatever it looks like, you can trust exactly what's going to happen, how it's going to happen and what can happen, you know, what our services are. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Um, my people out there, find the Pregnancy Resources Center in your area. Go take a tour. Go talk to someone. Find out what they have that you can um, either work with or just know about. That's it. Just know about it. Um, and we'll talk to y'all later. One have a thing, good day. Lisa. Oh, wait. Too late. Yeah. Too late. Okay. We, no, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. We, so if you are not sure if you have a center, we have a directory of centers that are like us and so it's for every state it's well it's international so if you want if to let melissa know or you know don't let i don't know if there's one like you there we can tell you we can look in the directory and i could give that information to melissa i didn't even know that yeah so that's great yeah okay cool okay now we're gonna say bye bye <laughs> bye. bye for sure <laughs>